This is Dan Murphy, and you're listening to The Beauties on Missing Curfew. Welcome back to a fresh new episode of Missing Curfew Up, dog. Fella, fella. Look at us in our good life tarps. Well, you got it fucking freezing in here, bud. That's a nice jacket. It's nice in it's here. It's a little freezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You good no life. Sh- I got the good life tarp on, green so and green. I, you got no shoes on. Makes the eyes pop. You think that's why you're colder? Uh, <laughs> fuck, I got the, the old common projects. They're not perfect. I think I wore them. What do you got going on over there? You got papers? Yeah, I them. dropped the papers. I didn't need them. Hey, get the papers. Get the papers. You got the fucking papers. <laughs> Um, ah, it's nice to be in here today with you. How was your weekend, bud? Good weekend. Did we play Friday golf together? We did. We got drunk. We did. You shot fucking then, uh, 72. I, I threw a 72 at you, and then we went a uh, little date night with the old lady. Took her to Le Cave. Oh, yeah. I wanted to give a shout out, actually, to uh, CDM Football. John yeah. Griffin hooked us up with field passes. I was say. That was cool. I haven't been to a football game like that. A little Friday night lights experience. A couple head turners. <laughs> a couple cougars running around. I'll tell you what. I grew up, I went to St. Mary's Secondary High School in Coburg, Ontario. They weren't looking like that. It's no Corona Del Mar High School. I can tell you that. I hear you. I can tell you that. That's my neighborhood backyard. The kids that grow up here, you guys are lucky. Now I know all these Newport guys just get these girls and marry them and have kids with them right away. Yeah, because they're all the just, best thing to do. I don't know. They're all just stunning. Like, I mean, everybody at the game was good looking, to be honest with you. Parents, kids, students, teachers, everyone. Like, I didn't see. I didn't see one person. I was like, "Hey, this is kind of." A- I was shocked that they don't play on real grass. You want to see them get a little mucky out there, don't well, you? Well, like, I mean, how fucking hard is it to put real grass in Newport Beach, like for a football field? I, I just, I think the turf leads to question, more leads to more injuries and fucking. It's like got to be hard to land on and dive for balls. Like, I'd be diving for everything. <laughs> what did you say? You, you we were talking. What position did you say you would have played if you played football? Do you remember what you said? Uh, <clears throat> I, I'd probably want to be a receiver. I want to be on offense. Yeah, you said so, running, you said running back. At the fuck time. that! I wouldn't have said running back. No, you said <laughs> I wouldn't want to be a running back. So you said receiver. quarterback for sure. Quarterback. You think you, you think you got the arm for it? I had a pretty good arm till I ripped the bicep right off the bone. <laughs> then I then I gave up my my quarterback throwing days. Even now throwing a baseball is not perfect. I would have been a linebacker. I think I would have been coming for you too if I could have got my hands. What on about it. when you're in your early days? Like because you weren't like tight end. You look like a linebacker. Kind no, of I could be an offensive lineman now. Yeah, now. Yeah. But no, even the linebacker. I'm actually thinking about playing in the CFL. I could maybe make a couple more G, a couple more hundred thousand bucks. Be able. But like you were fat. Tight end, maybe. My, my, yeah. my playing days, maybe tight end. I don't know. Corner? No, that's you got to protect. That's think, like protecting the line. Yeah. Or that, that's, uh, oh, sorry. That's defensive on the wide receivers, right? Corners? I think the favorite, the best position would have been before they made the rules soft like every other sport is a safety. Because that's where you could come across and fucking like, yeah, oh yeah. Kind of what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much what you did your whole career. Yeah. Binger, what position would you have been? Maxie, what, what position of football players you would have been? 
I played. I was a uh, center and D tackle. I was. Oh, I, you were fat before. D tackle. I was five eight and two forty. I was a fat kid. So to our listeners out Jesus there, Jesus Christ, two forty? No. That was I my have, ma- not in high school, but that was my max weight I got in college. Two forty. Have you not seen the picture of junior year? Have you not seen the picture of Fat Banger? Of Merle? <laughs> no. If you turtle, they'll call you Myrtle. Let's go. <laughs> no, I haven't. But well, holy shit. Hey, Binger's the only guy to our listeners out there. To our, to our listeners, the metabolism is a little slow like myself. Binger's the only guy to lose, what, 50 pounds? 90. 90 pounds <laughs> and not change his diet nor work out. What kind of weed are you smoking, yeah, bro? No shit. <laughs> I work out. I work out. I just don't go to the like. I surf and, and play softball and whatnot. I just don't go to the gym. I'm not like waking up, going to the gym, doing my routine every day. I'm yeah, but you, that. you're telling so you're me telling you lost me? that weight without changing your diet? No, I still eat like shit. I I've been told my whole life I eat like a five year old. Yeah, but you don't lose ninety pounds not changing really anything. I went out last night. I'll be dude. on my way home. <laughs> I, I haven't changed my diet. Dude, it's the weed he smokes. He's got yeah. like the fucking. Give me some of that shit, bro. I'll get back. <laughs> yeah. I'll get my bong. Dust off my bong. I'll fucking rip Crazy. it. Crazy. Binger, we got to do a bong hit together, me and you. When's the last time we did a bong hit? Did you do bong? I don't think you could go toke to toke with me. Last time I did a bong hit, shout out to the Manchester kids. I went over to their house. Like, you want to do a bong? I'm like, I haven't done a bong hit in like 10 years. Yeah, that's something. Like, yeah, fuck, I'll do, a, I'll do a bong hit. <laughs> <laughs> I get out of the house in CDM. I live in CDM. I'm like, where's my house? Yeah, I literally couldn't fucking. I couldn't get home. I was That's like, not fun though, is it? I was too baked. Totally. I felt old. I'm like, buddy, stay in your lane. Oh, you do yeah, a bong yeah, hit yeah. with these young DJ guys. Like, come on. Maybe like half of a gummy, like a tenner. I'll do a bong rip. What do you mean I can't handle a bong rip with you? Bring it on. Bring your bong down here. And after this podcast next year, next week. I don't know if I'm bringing my bong into the, into the office. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we smoke cigars in here. Why not just light up the bong? Yeah. Sure. Well, we could do it. All. No, we don't. Okay. Ah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maxi, what position would you play? We're getting off topic here. <laughs> I was. Uh, I played defense. I was defensive back. Oh, so you oh, played too. I played corner, safety. I played into college, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, corner, free safety, strong safety. Do you think you could stop me if Obi threw me a quarter, oh, like yeah. a, a ball and I was doing a quarter route to the to the outside? I mean, like, like, deflect the yeah. I position just positioning and uh, low low man always wins. You know what was funny? You guys want to play some two on two football or what? <laughs> <laughs> remember, I wait, got bigger. Do you remember we, we'd have these conversations about like, you know, playing a different sport, right? Like, yeah. um, and like, could a hockey guy go in and fucking take a fastball, or can a you know a soccer player go fucking you know kick a field goal, whatever? Anyway, case point is. I always thought, fucking, if you give me, like, a couple fucking meetings in the coach's room of a football fucking game, and I lined up as an offensive guy, and I knew my route, you my athletic fucking, ability... You would, okay, first of all... My athletic me. ability would put me at least somewhere in the fucking field where I can make a play. <laughs> Lupo, Lupo would be like, no fucking chance. I'm like, come on, we're fucking NHLers here. Look, look at you, Loops. You can't play fucking beach volleyball, but you, you might be able to catch a fucking football if someone throws it to you, right? I'm gonna start. I'm like gonna we're, say we're let's, physical specimens. I'm huh? gonna say, listen, you would have fucked up the route first and foremost for sure. <laughs> like, I'm sure you're supposed to zig when you zag there. Like, that so doesn't would, matter. I would have got open. You, I'm, I'm not saying you wouldn't have got open. You're, yeah. you're sneaky, sneaky. What have you made the play? I don't know. So, so just I, I think like we have it in our fucking you know in our brains as as NHL guys learning NHL strategies and stuff and yeah. learning the game. That you could fucking transition that into playing a physical sport like on the football field where it's one on one, it's fucking boom, 
play goes, it's like coming into a face-off and having to, you know, dig or get a puck out on a wall. Like that's, that's a battle that you'd find yourself in a, on a football field. Yeah. I, I think it has a lot to do with where you grow up. Like, I think if you grew up here, yeah. you would have played, you would have had every opportunity to play professional baseball. I just baseball mean like a football. couple plays in a football game. You think right now they could talk chuck you in there? Not or right now. <laughs> Although, fuck, you put me in Vancouver Canucks right now. Um, they might take you. Yeah. But anyway, no. In your I prime. Just, yeah. My prime. 205, six feet, fucking hard as fuck <laughs> just ready just ready to rock like put me in i would have fucking caught that thing i think in your prime you probably could have yes i think you still could have. in the cfl you could for sure let's set that up let's anybody out there in cfl let's get the up dog and like try I probably out. couldn't hit a fucking fastball i'm telling you that but i want to take a hit i want bigger to pitch to me though are we going to do this or what yeah i'm gonna strike you out <clears throat> I'm ready to, i will play player. baseball tomorrow if anyone wants to go hit home runs i'm in i will fucking take Binger yard, 100%. <laughs> I can do it anytime after three Binger. or before I 12. The, I hit the golf ball 340. I'm going to fucking. Let's do it. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna I'm going to take swing. one down the line. I'm going to throw a high fastball and your golf swing can't reach a high fastball. Okay, so are you going to pitch it from the mound? Like, yeah. are we yeah. doing that? Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> going to take you to I'm going to take you so fucking deep it's going to be insane. Let's do it tomorrow after. after. I'm in. What yeah. do I got tomorrow? I'll text Joe D and see do what we got. Do you got pickleball tomorrow? You, I, I don't know, but I guarantee you got something tomorrow. I don't know what you <laughs> fucking got, but I guarantee you got fucking something. So yeah, let me check the calendar. Um, Yeah, so here we go. We got football and baseball going here on, at Hall Pass Media. Fuck yeah. Look at, these guys don't know what they're talking about, right? They look I at us now and they think, they you guys we, don't know what you're getting yourselves into, yeah. by the way, all right? We're fucking athletes. We may look like nice guys, but when we turn the switch, yeah, animals. Actually, who am I kidding? I probably can't hit nor run or catch. Oh, no, you can but I'm going to go down swinging so binger. Maybe worried about this bicep. Yeah, I'm going to fucking step into one. I'll look like Juan Soto. I guarantee Binger's curveball doesn't even curve. So I'm just going to sit on that and fucking hit it to fucking San Clemente. <laughs> hey, Binger. <clears throat> Up dog, NFL week number seven, my man. Um, I won my fantasy. You lost to Loops. He had like 180 points. Okay. I made a trade with Loops. Tua for Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju goes the reason I beat C-Note this week. Uh, my team's banged up though. I'm just, I'm I, honestly, I'm hanging on by a thread. So he's got two QBs now. He does. Right on. Yeah. Did you see our boy Matty Ryan? The bench is Matty Ryan. All the old boys are die. Rogers, Brady, Matty. I think Father Time is undefeated. <laughs> if if you look at the way they played, it's, <clears throat> I mean, it's only a matter of time that these guys just, you know, they made a ton of money. Yeah. They won I mean, a ton of championships. Go uh, do Matty something Ryan else. Didn't win. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably time. It's, uh, you, you know, you're seeing the age catch up. Aaron Rodgers, I, I bet on the Packers every week, and I, I'm i over it. They just have no receivers. I text Fromey all the time. What the hell is going on? He's, <laughs> ready, to he buy, he's ready to buy a house up in Green Bay. I think he might be second-guessing that now. But. Yeah, shout-out to Walter Fromey, beauty at Big Canyon. He, he's got, like, season tickets to the Pack, Raiders. Like Loves four, them more than four anything. NFL football teams or something. And they though. stink. You know what, Matty Ryan, I'm sure, like, we know him a little bit. We haven't talked to him in a couple of years, but I'm sure when he, it's all said and done, that Super Bowl, man, they had that. That was a meltdown. I was all time. I was in Finland. That right? was like the Toronto Blue Jays meltdown, actually. Oh, I'm still, right? Still not over it. So, Stinger. Fantasy football ups. I'm hanging <clears> on by a thread. Bounce back next week. Speaking of baseball, Maxi, good run, buddy. Sorry it about was you. a good run. Sorry Padres. about your loss, bud. Sorry about your loss. And the Dodgers aren't winning the World Series, so I'm not too disappointed. Yeah, you beat the Doyers, so that that's thing. Um, World Series, Astros, Phillies. So you're you're on the Phillies bandwagon. Have you always been a Phillies fan? I thought uh, you were I've a Jays been, fan. I'm a I'm a Canadian, so yeah. Jays fan. 
First what? started liking baseball when I was a Jays fan. Then I, you know, played in Philly <laughs> yeah. when they won the World Series. Went to a World Series game with my old man. I have the same hat that I wore there. It's black. It's got the fucking gold P. Yeah, it's I wore that hat. the other day and I bet them. Mind you, I hadn't been on them all series, but <clears throat> now I'd like to see Philly win. I, I witnessed and I thought about this the other day after seeing video footage of fucking people just tearing down the streets in Broad Street in Philadelphia. Mutants. Good for you guys because you fucking know how to rage when you win. Anyway, mutants. I remember I lived in Old City. We all live within a couple blocks of each other in second and market. And I could hear the fucking jungle of people come down from where the arena is, from South Philly, all the way down to Center City Obes. And you could just hear the cars and the honking and people smashing things. You could just, it was like, a, it's an energy you can't even, you know, duplicate. So I, I witnessed it. I witnessed the madness. Uh, Philadelphia, they can hit. They're fucking... They're buzzing. DraftKings, baby, on there right now. Yeah, what's the line? Houston Astros, minus 185 to win the series. Your Philadelphia Phillies, plus 160. I'm willing to sit here. What's I, the I, listen, I, I fucking hate the Houston Astros. Oh, I hate they got to be cheating something. I hate them. But I like betting. <laughs> so I'm going to bet you a ball of camas. I'm going to take the fucking cheating Houston Astros because I really don't want to see the Philadelphia Phillies <coughs> wins. And there's many reasons, but there's you one did this reason to me before. Why did you do this to me before on this <laughs> fucking, you get the favor going and we, bet what do you before. mean? <laughs> what did we bet before that you crushed me on? No, dude, I was hamming up. You ball. fucking dude. took, oh, it was when St. Louis had to play Colorado. Yeah. Oh, well that was just you, you and you and your boy were just going bananas. Johnny Ham. No, Johnny Ham stole me a dinner on Hollywood. If you yeah, texted with him. No, but like there needs to be some sort of odds in this. Okay, I'll give you. It's one minus one eighty five. So you get a so what if you get a bottle and, a, and three quarters. <laughs> what if I win two games and you win? Like if I get two games out of the series, watch this. Now, now this the is over unders two. You're gonna get a real taste on show here. Watch this negotiating ability here. What he's gonna huh? try to fuck. What do you want? If the Phillies win two games, it's a tie. If they win three out of the four, I win. Or you, you owe me two. Or you owe me two bottles. Is this fucking guy something? You owe me two bottles of wine if they win, and I owe you one if they win, if they lose. Let's do that and some some stogies. Okay. Yeah. Six right. stogies. Six six Cubans. Yeah. What's that? Ah, twenty five dollars stick. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, even two hundred. Listen, all hey, no 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 whatever you want. No a bottle of Camus, and then. If you win, I'll give you, uh, because of the line, I'll give you two two QBs. Two Cubans. Yeah. You just give me a bottle of Camus. You win, I'll give you a ball. I still owe you Cuban for, uh, for Beckham's birth, but I didn't want to say anything. I'll give I, the labels made, but I hate the Houston Astros, but I guess I'm, I'm going to cheer for them now. Maybe I'll even watch. I haven't watched since the Jays lost. Like, I, I still can't watch. Fuck, I'm telling you that the Phillies series against whoever the fuck they just played. They played the Padres. <laughs> whoever the fuck they just played. That's why I asked. Um, <clears throat> what a it was back and forth. Like, I mean, the lead changes was just insane. It was great baseball. I Sometimes watched. the baseball is a fucking snooze fest down the stretch, especially like, you know, the bats get cold, like watching the fucking Yankees or the, the Jays Yankees. Oh, that was tough. Like they could not hit anything, Poor and Donaldson. Then, but that's just boring baseball. Finally, like there's lead changes and there's like, you know, big plays and fucking a, I will say this though. I, I haven't watched much of it, but the, the, the games I saw in Philly, the fans, you know, as yeah. much as I call them mutants and Phillies, which they are, but that place is rocking. It's good. It's always good. And we said this about the Flyers. Yeah. It's always good when Phillies teams are in it. I know. It's always the fans bad. are great. The fans and then A Rod, I think A Rod, and God damn it, it's chirping A Rod. I'm not <laughs> chirping him. I'm talking about him. 
Uh, he described Philly as being like the most intense like place you could ever play. Yeah. You know, listening to the fans, showing up to the rink. Like it's crazy. But in, in flyer hockey, <clears throat> where the buses come down the, you know, where we park and where the, the visiting team's bus come down. Yeah. There's a railing up top and it separates basically, you know, where the fans can go in and then Lincoln Fields over here and then the Philly Park is over here. But anyway, they just sit there before these games and just chirp. As soon as you get off the bus as a visiting player, you're just getting chirped. Like nowhere else in fucking the league that happens. Mutants. And so you got to love them. (laughs) Right? Every time I got a penalty in Philly, they just be all over me. I was like, look at you, bud. Look at you. Yeah. Anyway, so it'll be a great World Series. Can't wait. Go Astros. I can't believe I'm saying that. Fuck, I hate the Astros. That's tough. Updog, always love doing the intros with you, fella. We will be right back. My man. Welcome back to Missing Curfew, Updog, fella. Our Hockey. First, our first segment brought to you by our good friends at DraftKings promo code. Curfew Kings, baby. National League. It it's is. just a National League. God, what a league. I miss it. I got to be honest with you. I miss it. I got the three TVs going in the backyard lately, and it's fucking full-on hockey. Last night, I had the Oilers, Pens. I had the Vegas fucking Golden Knights who kicked the shit out of Toronto. Man, and Vegas looked the, good. Then I had the Blues, Jets. And I tell you, the Jets, Jets played a good game last night. The Jets, they kicked the Blues' ass. And, and mind you, it's in Winnipeg. Yeah. Blues been playing great. The Blues, how long have the Blues been in Western Canada for now? Where were they? Know. They were in Edmonton and then, then yeah. they go around. Yeah, it's just They like, went eat town. They had a Saturday afternooner, I think, in Edmonton. Yeah, I think probably the boys on the Blues had a few and probably just. And Winnipeg's hard to where win, did man. They go before that. They were somewhere. They were Seattle. Yeah. Seattle, yeah. Edmonton, Winnipeg, and then I think they go to Calgary to finish it off. Whew. Winnipeg was always hard to win in, man. I mean, I never won too many games in there. I don't no, know. Small barn. Small barn on top. Good yeah. fans. Like, it's, it's a tough place to win. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I probably, you know, sat in Earl's the day before for too long, right? I mean, I probably Too many sat- chili chickens <laughs> and uh, vodka sodas. I go in there and sit there for about six or seven hours and just fucking <laughs> enjoy <laughs> the whole thing. Hey, experience. what time's dinner? Uh, you've been here for 12 hours, sir. Oh, shit. You're like, fuck, I missed dinner? I missed dinner. Another <laughs> <laughs> right. round of chili chicken for the boys. Beer died. I have another Guinness. Up dog, the Atlantic Division. You talk about the Leafs. Um, listen, some good squads here. The Bruins are five and one. Florida four and one. Buffalo Sabers will get into four and one. And your Detroit Red Wings three and zero. Oh. Let's start with the Sunshine State Fuck Fest. Oh, this was heartbreak, buddy. I almost had the same game. We almost had the same game parlay. The for SGP our, on DraftKings. I hit. I, I hit the over in the first period. Matty Kachuk scored a beauty for me. Stammer scored a beauty for me. Panthers up two on the third, and obviously the Lightning find a way to win in overtime, but. Point being, Matty Kachuk to this rivalry is exactly what we need. I mean, he went in and hit Kucherov. If you like it or not, you're a Lightning fan, you don't like it. As a fan of hockey, I thought it was fucking great. He went in and run him, ran him, gave him a cross check, punched him in the head. I mean, if Corey Perry was on the ice, Perry would have grabbed him with a big yeah. ring. But I mean, when it's your superstar player for the Florida Planters, on Tampa's superstar player, even guys like the big rig and, and Pairs, they can't really get out. I mean, it's best player yeah. on best player. Yeah, they can, but Matty knows how to... to- Walk that fine line, right? Like he'll, he did what he did to Kucherov, and then Hedman comes in. Hedman s- stirs up the pot in there, and he kind of backs away. Yeah. He's chewing his mouth guard, doing his thing, and then he goes to the bench and he's chirping. And then you're right, Corey Perry comes out next shift and wants to grab him. He'll ag him on, ag him on, and then he grab him, and he, you know, yeah. he'll he won't drop his gloves, and Paris will go away for two, and then he'll probably score on you in the power play. It's a, it's an art that he has mastered. He's getting paid for it very well. No taxes yeah. in Florida. Congrats, getting off that bird. Looking good. That's got to be a good lifestyle nice car. for Matty. 
little different than the pickup truck he was driving in Cowtown. Um, <laughs> and you're right. I think that, you know, Tampa Bay, it's kind of a slower start, Obes. I think, like, you know, they're a <clears throat> little bit, they look a little banged up, but they can, they right. win. They're getting Braden going. points now kind of hitting stride. He missed most of, you know, most of last year. I don't think he was, you know, his hip injury yeah, was kind of bad. the whole playoffs, basically. So, for, for me, I think... Um, I, you know, I think this this Atlantic division is is something that we're gonna I, Buffalo and Detroit two doing teams. Some, you just they're doing some fucking. It's doing some fucking, isn't it? Aren't you know, they? The Atlantic division's doing some fucking. The Bruins. Heads wait up till, if you're yeah. If wait you're till the Bruins get Marshawn and McAvoy back. They don't even have their fucking best forward, arguably, and their best D man. I mean, the Bruins are legit. I want to say this about Maddie. I mean, fuck, I love his game, but he's the only guy in the league that has that has conquered the down low play and can work the half wall. Like, he gets down there, he picks up in his backhand, fits the guy in the slot, or he's down on his forehand, hits the bumper guy, and then he can go work the half wall. Like, I mean, he just has the whole around, all-around game that you don't see from everyone. Like, you can see a guy, oh, he, yeah, put him down low on the power play, but he can never play the half wall. Yeah. Well, Maddie can do both, and he yeah. works that little play where he brings it out in front, like. Yeah, you're right. No, I, I think it's, that, that spot on the net is, is something, like, bigger guys have always had, yeah. right? And bigger guys that weren't so skilled. But you, you know what it's like as a player. It, Power play guys go up before practice and you're like, you're kind of looking at the five guys out there and you're like, what the hell's going on here in front of the net? This guy's fucking a monster. He stands there, block shots, you know, or blocks fucking tips, biskies, you know? And I think what Maddie's done is, is create space in a, you know, in a league right now that you can fucking do whatever you want in front of the net, Obes. Yeah. No, and he's, he puts his big ass in there. He's good with his hands. You've seen highlight reel between the net between the leg goals that he goes absolute roof for you know tj oshi's good at that spot um to me like Kreider's good at that jvr spot. was great jvr was great at spot um but you're right i just his, if he gets the puck and he has to come up to the half wall too he makes good plays yeah he's a smart player it's great i mean he has so much skill and, and with eki being hurt the panthers tried five forwards on the power play saw that and uh they put Maddie on the half wall in a Barkov spot. And I guess his quote was like, I hope they're not expecting me to be Barkov because I'm not. But he can, I just think because of all the great things he does with like chirping and hitting and scoring, like his skill, man, his hands. Watch Next time you watch him, I know you watch him a lot, but he makes those little plays in tight that like, yeah, he's, it's pretty impressive. So they're off to a decent start. I want to give his brother, Brady Kachuk, some love too. They've won four in a row. They've held the fort. Cam Talbot is back skating. They've won four straight. They're four and two. I'm going to say to Ottawa Senators fans, I believe there was 12,000 people in the building the other night. Let's get out there and support the squad. The building's too big, though. I know, it's but like, Ottawa, I get it. Listen, that many people there. I get it. Listen, it's a lot of tough times for people, right? Like, shit's expensive, fucking gas and shit. I get it, right? Like, we're lucky. We're blessed. But I just, I would love to see that city. We know it's in a shitty spot. Support this young team, though, up, dog. Like, the home opener sold out. Brady Kachuk's after the game. Best environment I've ever played in my life. Yeah, that was great. I just want to see these Ottawa people, and you may be very, you're right, the barn is probably too big. It's yeah, in a shitty spot. Get it like 15,000 or 12,000 fans, like, and just make or, it packed. Or do the old AHL move where they just put the curtain around the top. Fucking, yeah, well, sometimes it works. Remember that? Yeah, like, I used to like that. <laughs> hey, what's behind the curtain? Hey, the sense team, though, man. Brady's playing unbelievable. Yeah. They're fun to watch. I would just like to see a little more support. So Derek Brassard got a goal the other night. Yeah. The Damn. Kachuk brothers are fucking. Um, another guy that's been doing some fucking, our boy Eric Comrie here, Buffalo Sabres. They cost me some up. They cost me some money ups. I bet him against Edmonton. I bet him against Calgary. And I bet him against the Canucks. I said not. They cannot win all three in Western Canada. And if they are, are they not going out after the games or what? 
Did they not they go to Cowboys? To. There's not an NHL team in the league Did you in the history of Cowboys? the NHL that doesn't go out in West if Coast. If you win three straight in Western Canada, you better be out you're, after you're every You're going out. Game. I don't care. Cowboys. I'll take those two points away if you guys don't go out. Up to, where were we going, Edmonton? I've been trying to think about that. Ah, you can go to that pint. Yeah. I got kicked out of there. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Just too drunk. That's what the playoffs and that's what the Battle of that's Alberta the bell, do. Even a, even a good kid from Fort McMurray will get caught up in the Battle of Alberta. I'm like, what? I, me? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, ah, I spilled too many drinks. <laughs> I'm um, like, you kicked my buddy out. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, you know, fuck our, our buddy Wolsager, his bar, the Canadian Brew House right across the street. This is another good little spot. That's ah, a nice spot. Yeah. Edmonton's I got think, some fucking I think hidden Edmonton, gems. I, would, I don't know if it always worked out that I was taking a breather there maybe and maybe just had something lined up or... Because I was going Cowboys and Cowtown 100%, and then I was letting her go Buck Diddy and Van City. Yeah, it no doesn't matter, win, lose, or draw. I was fucking <laughs> going Buck Diddy. Um, Eric Comrie, he's playing unbelievable. Ooh. Kid we love, a kid that we saw develop right in front of us, skating with him. Shout out to, you know, obviously his brother MC's a legend. His dad, yeah. Bill Comrie's a beauty. I'm glad he's getting his chance. By Buddy, he too. looks good, man. His I'm team, telling you, he his looks team supports good. him. And as you know, we know Eric, and we skated with him forever. His dedication to like being it's a crazy, pro, it's, it's insane. It's and and crazy. quotes from the boys like this, you know, Donato's got the utmost trust in him, was a guy that they wanted him on his team. Um, and I just like that, like, finally, a guy works his balls off in the AHL, comes up, gets to play in his hometown in Edmonton, just absolutely kicks, has Dreisaitl and McDavid all over their team, and he kicks for a W in his hometown. To yeah. me, that's just like... 50 saves. Fucking right. It's awesome. I mean, listen... We've talked about the Oilers. They came out slow, but they turned it up in the third. And 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 Eric is he hung in there and made some saves and, and got it done. It was it was really impressive. Did you have the puck line there? Or did you have the just straight up? I fucking took it on the chin puck line there. I think no, no, that was money line. That was about uh, minus fucking three hundred right on a crazy. Wednesday night. How are you? <laughs> then they went into Calgary. I mean, every time I, I'm about to throw myself on the milk cart here, so I'll, I'll wait for that. But every time I turn a game on the last fucking five days, my team's down two nothing before I even tune in. I take the money nighter, I jump on the sprinter van, the fucking Bears are up 10 nothing against the Pats. I'm like, what? How? Yeah. And then they bring the old Zapper in there, or Zaper, and he throws two. And then is that Bill Belichick sending a, tor- I don't a Tortorella message? Or I don't know what's going on. Huh? Max, I don't know. Max I Jones just couldn't cut it, right? If you would have been fading me, I should have been sending you my picks. You could have faded me and made some money the last few days. I wasn't I wasn't perfect either. I had a good time, but I wasn't perfect. Gamble responsibly, folks. Gamble responsibly. Toronto Maple Leafs, I think Sheldon Keefe listens to the podcast. I'm going to say we might have to send him some merchandise because I chirped about the fourth line, and what does he do? He brings back Simmer and Clifford. Listen, I took the weekend off of, of, of uh, you know, getting out and enjoying Newport Beach. Winnipeg-Toronto game was unbelievable. I fell asleep before it started, but once I woke up and uh, turned it on, old school game. Clifford and Simmons were unbelievable. They did exactly what I thought a fourth line should do. Energy, they got on the score sheet. Um, you know, there was a big hit on Robertson, the young kid, yep. by uh, Morrissey. Morgan Riley comes flying in, drops the gloves. Stands up. There him. was another little scrum. It had a great feel to it in Winnipeg. Um, that's what you need from your fourth line. Hockey Night Canada, yeah. Simmer, Clifford. They can still play. I'll be honest with you. I thought they were both done, but I know it's only one or two games. They look to me that they still play. They bring energy to a team that desperately needs it. Yeah, and, and situations like this where, you know, confidence is uh, is something that's lacking throughout your group. Like, I think they're they're – top guys kind of squeezing a little bit not off to great starts who better to put in than exactly. the guys that have been there before and guys that teammates respect the fans respect you know just because they're not uh you know the second overall pick or whatever it's like doesn't matter 
we, we recipes for winning. It's a long year. You gotta, you gotta have like a depth guy that's going to come in and fucking shake things up. And for me, you know, these guys, the Simmons and Clifford, they bit the bullet. They went, you know, they put on waivers early and they're, you know, they're sitting in the weeds going, all right, we can't watch this. Like put us in. Yeah. To me, that's, that's how hockey should be honor system. Absolutely. And you know, I pop and Sheldon Keefe up, and then, you know, I turn on the game last night in, in Vegas, and I see Ingvall back in the lineup. And so I text Brucey and Cooley and Jakey on, and I'm like, who the fuck is Ingvall? I, yeah. I, listen, I don't know the guy, but I, the way he plays drives me bananas. You know this Ingvall guy? He's, he's just... I watched him last year, and I actually, sometimes I'm impressed. You are? He's like the guy that just holds on to the puck all the time, and you're like, how He's a human I'm, clock killer. I know, I Him know. and TJ Brody are clock killers. Dan Winnick. Old <laughs> windbag. Listen, Broads is a good guy, and he's like, fuck. He's making tons of cash. He's made tons of cash, but he's just out there run the clock. I mean, and Angvel too, run the clock. And soft is he soft? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I didn't pay attention to that. All right, let me ask you this. Yeah, I've been on both sides, but I've been on the lineup when we won and stayed in, and I've been out because we won. Do you change a winning lineup? I'm old school. I don't think you change a winning lineup. They play with so much emotion in Winnipeg, and I'm not saying Zach Aston Reese was the reason they won in Winnipeg, but you take him out, you put Angvel in, they lose the. The, the golden uh, golden knights. I just don't think you change the winning lineup when you play with that much energy. You know, in Winnipeg, could have been a Sunday fun day in Vegas for the boys. Let's hope. I should have known that before I bet the game last night. <clears throat> Let's hope they had their rookie party um, or something. But to answer your question, though, like it's usually not change? the coach's decision. Obes. It's usually coming from the GM or coming from someone saying you can't sit this guy out more than two games in a row, right? Yeah. Like our message, what's the message to the group? What's the message to our ownership or whatever? It's like, there's a lot of politics that go in it. I think just as you said, winning, winning stays the same. If your fucking star player is coming back from an injury, different. If, yeah, if a course. guy that's your go-to guy is coming back from an injury, different. If it's two guys that are you know, fucking around and one guy's in, one guy's out and you're winning hockey, you stick to the same line. Yeah, and you're right. If Austin Matthews is eighty two fucking games. If Austin Matthews is coming back off injury and we played our best game of the year the night before, Matthews is getting back in. But when you're like teams kind of somewhat struggling at the start of the year and you need energy and you go in, into Winnipeg and play with that much energy with that lineup and then say to Zach Axon Reese, you're out on putting Ingvall back in. To me, I was like, I thought that was a bad move by Sean. I'm gonna be ISOCAM in the single now. Fucking ISOCAM. Man, it's it's tough to watch. I want to give some love to this this guy, Fox. I've ripped this kid more than anyone since he's been in the league. Nylander. Is that how you say it? You were, hard on, you were hard on him, yeah. He's got great flow, and now he's got the game to go with it. Yeah. I mean, this kid is fucking. Uh, John Tavares, too, is playing unbelievable. Yeah, they're a good line. Without those two, and listen, Matthews is close. I think he's got one goal and 33 shots. If I'm a team looking at that schedule, whenever he gets his second one, Heads. he's going to have about 10 in the next fucking two to three games because he's, he's so close, and you can tell he's coming, but... Without Tavares and Nylander, they're not even the record they are right now, Ups. And this kid gets a lot of shit for his... I still don't know if he's the guy come playoff time, but the way he's playing right now, he's doing some fucking so. I had to give him some love. Yeah, I mean, shooting percentage-wise tells the story right there, right? His last five or six years, he's been up over 15 16% shooting percentage. Now he's running at like three. So it's only a matter of time when these pucks go in yeah. the net that it's turn the lights out. Yeah. And a guy like that runs on, you know, a vibe, runs on his feel, runs on showing up to the game, looking good. And, and like for him, it's confidence thing. And I think it runs through their top guys, the Marners and, yeah. you know. No, he's, Matthews is get still it. getting his looks too. Like yeah, he's just, I know. he's shooting the puck like me. Well, I no, he's shooting it better than me, but he's missing the net like I would have. Like, yeah. And like you said, his shooting percentage eventually is going to get going. And he's yeah. playing hard and, and they're going to be fine. But 
Um, and I wanted to say it's the first time I've ever seen Mitch Marner with a black guy. And you know what? It's fucking nice to see Mitchie. You look better, Mitch. I don't know if you listen to the podcast. I'm sure you don't. But Olbs, I'm telling you, Marner, you look better with a black guy. Yeah, he but does. DeMello yeah. got him in the corner in Winnipeg. He turned into it. Ah, it wasn't it a feels good, right, Mitch? Fuck, he had a, like, a black guy. got to feel good. Yeah, get right? some more black guys. That's what I'm saying. It's better showing up to the bar, even going to grab coffee with a black guy. Chicks dig it. You look like you're fucking a warrior. You Chicks know? dig it. I mean, listen. It's winning hockey. It's good. I mean, it's good for him. I think, I think games like that are going to help the Leafs move forward. Emotional, emotional games. It's so. going to be in tough games early too, right? And I like Fuck going yeah. through adversity as a team early in the season, whether you're going on a tough road trip and you get your ass kicked and then you get to go out with the boys and drink some wine and fucking get over it. <laughs> yeah. It's good to do that early. Totally. It's good to get it fucking in your system. Get that feeling of like, you know, where you're like fucking looking around your room and you're like, you need to play better. You're really good. Goalie, you need to save something. <laughs> this D over here, like, I don't know, block a shot or something. You know, you just, you go around the room because you're going through adversity. It's good to do that early but rather than fucking late in the season where you don't know how to handle it. Totally. Chris Barch did that, right? We went oh, the, fuck. That yeah, was yeah. one of the best stories Of ever. all time. Montreal Canadiens staying in the Atlantic. Yuri Slavkovsky got his first goal. Celebration was, he went like, he's a kid. He went till he loved these. I don't even remember the goal. loving kid. But Selly was the best thing, the best thing about scoring. Kid's great. Kid's great. I love this kid. I'm pulling for him. He's a fucking beast. He's a beast. And speaking of a beast, this name, man, Arbor Jackai. Is that how you say it up, dog? Check the notes there. Jakai. Jakai? Best nickname in the league. The fucked if I know. Wi Fi. Weidman gave him the nickname Wi Fi. That's a great nickname because his. This is how you spell his last name. X-H-E-K-A-J. That's a fucking Wi-Fi password on the road. Hey, what's the Wi-Fi password up, dog? Uh, what's your password X? to browsers? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's fucked if I know. I don't know. Should be saved in the password profile there. Yeah. It's the password Cialis. <laughs> hey, listen. I love Zach Cassian. Um, yeah. You know. So do I. He's, come, he's a beauty... Listen, this kid fucking got the better of him. Happens to the best of us. Yeah, center ice. That was good. Great. Good. It was great. Good TV. I did some digging though. This was not a fluke. No. This I kid's don't. a fucking murder. Like, this kid's <laughs> a killer. Like some junior fights, he ragged all guys. Yeah. It's good to see a guy that still has that fucking fight in him, right? Yeah, I know. Man. A blue blue liner that and he's hits getting to and do fights. it in a Canadian city. It's like great. a team that needs toughness. I right? love like, it. I love it. Montreal's always had a tough guy. Fucking Brashear, yeah. fucking David Rock. Little Rock played? Yes, yeah, fuck Rock yeah. Played he that. almost knocked Riley Cote's head fucking 10 <laughs> rows in the, in the stands. It's crazy. I, listen, man, I love Marty St. Louis. I, this Canadian's team, I'm telling you, they're, they're, they're better than people think. They're not going to make the playoffs this year, I don't think, but I love this kid. Old Wi-Fi, I love him up. He plays physical. Did you know, get him on? I, I, Does I, he speak know, English? I may have DM'd him from the missing curfew. Uh, Arbor, what a name. Arbor Jackai. How do you get Jackai out of that fucking name up? I don't even know if we're saying it right, but. Well, Princey put it in there. Yeah, good on him. If you looked at that name, well, how would you say it with, if you didn't see Jackai? I would say Arbor. Heckish. 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 <laughs> no, Heckish. Yeah, the X is silent. Yeah. Like Heckish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hekaj. <laughs> Hekaj. Huh? Arbor Hekaj. That's a fucked up name, but Wi-Fi, what a nickname. I'm what talking. nationality is he? Great question. Hey, can we get this pulled up? Think it was Russian? Ah, fuck. I was going to say Checo, but let me look it up. Look at this. He pops right up. Maybe he's got to change his name like Binger. Huh? He worked at Costco, too. He worked at Costco, right? Yeah. Here we go. Hold on. Stand by here, folks. Stand by here. 
Hamilton, he's fucking Ontario. Canadian, but Hamilton, Ontario. <laughs> I knew Fuck, he plays a steel. I, I knew man. he played in the OHL. Look at him; he looks like a French painter in this picture. Look at that duster on. What good hair? Yeah, good for I him. DM this guy for missing curfew Instagram. I said, I gotta have you on, fella. You fucking, you're just something I need. I go, you're a dying breed. You're a dying breed. He's probably too busy sorting through all the chicks in his Instagram. Do you know? Do you know what this guy did? Every guy mm. around the league, you know, yeah. they, this guy now when he goes back for pucks. He's going to have an extra one to two seconds to make a play. Yeah. That's an eternity in the NHL. I know. This kid's awesome. I, I love him. I'm pulling for him. Um, that whole athletic okay. division, man, they're, they're playing well up, dog. So our next segment brought to you by our good friends at Life Force. Promo code is curfew for our boy Scoopsy. And I want to say. The rumor mill. I miss Scoopsy more every time, that, you know, this time of year. You know, especially I'm, I'm, I'm watching games. And you're getting bad I'm losing beats. bets. Yeah. You know, I just remember texting Broadway being like, no one, took a, no one took a bad beat in the chin like our boy Scoop. I'm like, Scoopsy, I need a winner, buddy. I need a fucking winner. Uh, so Scoopsy, love you, buddy. We, love you. we, we, we miss you. The rumor mill. The rumor mill. Jacob Chikrin. Um, credit to Nick Kiprio, Sportsnet 9. Kipper. Kipper. 590. Great interview. Leafs, Senators, Kings, Oilers, Islanders. <sighs> Listen, I think, I think L.A., they have the best prospect pool. They need help on the back end. I've said it from the you know our previous show that I thought their D were thin, but also Toronto could use a, could use a D man too. Yeah. So those the are Oilers? two spots. Oilers, Oilers, I mean, they could use a D too. Who couldn't use a D? Maybe I should get back on the bike here. Fuck. Should I fucking go back, back for some the biscuits? Bike or what? Or what? Yeah. I could fucking go back and get a puck. That here. hot yoga today, I felt like a fucking NHL. I, when I get to the pool, I feel like I can maybe play a period out there. God, look at us. Warriors. <laughs> I would say, I, I think if I had to, to bet, so fade it because I'm cold, but I would say LA is probably where I think he's going to end up. He definitely but doesn't want to. Any of those two, Leafs, Kings, Oilers, he's not going to Long Island. Come on, let's get that off the list. Sends. Come to LA. Come to LA. I think, I think that trade needs to happen sooner than later. Uh, Patrick Kane, the Rangers have two first round picks, make them the front runners. Wow. I, what I, was I talking about? What was I telling you it would take while we were golfing last week? Uh, Patty Kane, I said two first rounders. Well, fucking, that's what I Hegel said. It was for. a first rounder and and uh, a prospect. What's his name? Kako. 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 Fuck, he's playing good, man. I know, but still, it's. I bet you that's like the deal. Kako for Kako and a first rounder for Kane. And that's only if it happens earlier than later. If it, if it, they wait till the deadline, that goes to like just the first rounder. Yeah, I think Kane's ending up there though. The more and more I, I think about it, there. that would pretty I would love to see 88. You know, there the hasn't Brent been an 88 there it. since Lindros. I'd love to see fucking Patty Kano. What half walls that would have. Wow. Ryder in front of the net. You'd have Sabanajet on the half wall. Panarin would probably go on the point. So where would Kane go? Fox? You, no, you That's made, the fucking sickest PP on the planet. You made this point to me. Who were we talking about? We were talking about... Um, Patty no. Kane covering the Ducks. Yeah. And you said, where would he be on the power play? And I said he would be... Up on the point with Zegers on the half wall. On that power play right now, you got the Breadman, Fox, and Zabanajak ripping one timers over there. Now, do you take Zabanajak out of there and put Patty Kane over there? No. You put Patty Kane in the bumper spot, probably, and Kreider in front of that. Yeah, that's what you. I do. think no. I think it would go you like this. It there. would go Patty Kane on his left, on his off side, left side. So where the to, so up, where the Breadman is? Yeah, Breadman goes into the high slot. So Troch is out of there. Troch is gone. Oh, fuck, I like Troch there. So Troch is on the second gone. unit. Panarin is, is so fucking Panarin that is, top guy. Yeah, no, he's, no, he's, Fox, the, he's the, no, I mean, not top guy, but the slot guy. So he's the bumper. He's the bumper trumper. 
And then, and then you keep Kreider in front of the net. And then you got Zabana Jones just ripping the one tees and Patty Kane's just doing the bobblehead. Oh, you're right. Because then you got, then you got the Breadman as a one timer in the bumper or he lets it go right to Zabana Jeff for the one timer. Yeah. That's how you do it. You're right. That right there. My, my friend is the best power play in the NHL. That's how you do it. Yep. Do they need Patty Kane? They probably don't. If they want to win the cup. I mean, I think they probably do. Yeah. I mean, the way they played against the Columbus Blue Jackets on Sunday, I could have ripped the TV off the fucking wall, but, um, you know what, Adam Fox. You know, he's so at, good. Is he? But is he? He's no. He's no Macar. No, but he's. He's not even. He's, he's not so, even Edmund. He's patient though. He's kind of slow, but he's so patient. He doesn't. As a PKer, you only have a certain distance you can go before you got to just not go anymore. Yeah, 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 he yeah. just makes you go till you stop going, and then he makes the right play. He he doesn't make bad plays. He puts the no, puck where it needs to go. And listen, he's got a Norris Trophy. <laughs> Who am I to? Fucking get his feet moving a bit more. Like he plays like doesn't need. He's kind of just like he's got the slow twitch muscles. You know what that's like. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking singer there. <laughs> and last but not least, in the rumor mill, Scoopsy baby boys love you. Connor Garland doesn't fit with Bruce Boudreau, Darren Jagger, Sand. Listen, I think they got bigger things to worry about than Connor Garland. Although he's so tiny, but he plays. He plays so hard. He plays so hard. Not, I mean, not my type of player, but nah. but he's good. He was good in Phoenix. He put up good numbers last year. He kind of just that like small right-handed yeah, annoying he kind hard, of forward. He's like just, you know, buzzing around, fucking scoring yeah. goals. I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see about that. I probably, if I was a GM, I probably wouldn't need him on my team. But I don't know. He plays hard. He plays hard. But that's the size thing for me is a factor. Yeah. yeah. Especially come playoff time, four rounds. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, I trade him, but I don't know. Yeah. They got bigger things to worry about than that in, they in, do. in Vancouver. But anyways, uh, and the last but not least on the rumor mill, and this is a rumor that I hope is true. Our boy Dave Pignola from Fourth Period Magazine, fucking fire up the bird, fella tour. The NHL could be looking at playing some games in Australia. Where we're are we going? Fucking going. Yeah, fuck we yeah. are going. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're going. Okay, we're going, bud. All right, it's gonna be well. What time of year? I wonder. NHL could be looking to play games in the next couple of years. In I, I would assume they're gonna be in the winter because it'll be summer. That'll be sweet. I don't know. Like, yeah. if we go there in January, it's nice there. Real nice. Break out the nut huggers, bud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Break I'll out the fucking nut huggers. Yeah, you never been, right? you yeah. never been, right? No. But you had to oh. work on a solid base, though, if we go there. Dude, I, I got a base. We could promote the I game. If you can't, we can promote the game. It, now. Baby, if you can't. What's the, what's the bay over there? What do you call Bondi it? Bondi Beach? Yeah, Byron Bondi Bay? Beach. Sydney, Byron Bay, yeah, Byron Bay. Sydney's unbelievable, man. Yeah, I didn't want to leave Loops Bay. I might still be there if I if if Stu thought you were going to bring back a wife. If Stu cat, I fell in love. It's crazy. This girl now, like she's she's married with kids, and all, but now she's like a pro boxer. So you didn't find one in Australia. You might as well go to Columbia now. <laughs> I'm going to Columbia to find the future Mrs. O'Brien. I'm going. Bring Binger, Billy Quinn, bud. I need I need you to take hey, me to Columbia. Come. Binger, you want to go find a wife too, or what, bud? I'm down to go to Columbia. Yeah, 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 totally. I'm going Billy Quinn. Fire up the bird, baby. I love you. Um, got off track. I got me thinking. That's about the, okay. Got, Colombians. You got me thinking about the Colombian wife here. Where, where was I at? Let me hold it. Off dog. Let's move the Pacific Division out here where we are. Um, listen, Vegas, baby. Five and two. Calgary, four call. and one. Good call. Edmonton, Seattle at three and three. First of all, fill the thrill. He's going to tie Yans. He's 900. He tied 989 for Yans. He's going to pass it tonight in San Jose. Um, you know what? It's impressive. It's impressive for many reasons. The fact that he, you know, 
I always said, if you win the fitness testing, you're going to be the first guy sent down. Phil never won the fitness testing, but this longevity, he can still skate. He can still play. It's pretty remarkable. It's and I nuts. love that he's, he's not a top, top shape guy. I no, love it. No, he doesn't care. I love it. Listen, the guy stays in his lane to the point where he probably shows up, and I don't know this for sure, but I bet you he shows up two minutes before he's got to be on the bus. He oh, shows he's up, a second bus guy for sure. Yeah, and then he shows up, you know, on ice. He's going out there, right, you know, right when he needs to. He's not staying out after practice doing fucking drills in the corners and doing his thing. He's probably shooting a couple one tees and fucking feeling it. Yeah. And then he, he goes out. Pack. He doesn't hit anyone. He doesn't get hit. <laughs> he fucking plays a speed puck possession game where just heads up if it's on a stick, fucking look out. It's work for him. I don't care what anyone says. 990 games in a row is nuts. It's, nuts. it's playing fucking 12 years of hockey without like a pulled hammy or a fucking broken finger or anything. It's crazy, right? Yeah, it's crazy. I know you're going to say, get in the corners and do that. <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't care. You, you can't hide on the ice and not. If you just tried 990 I games. Some, I played with you, some guys that could hide out there. And you hid, you're still going to get fucking hit with a clapper or something. Like you're still going to fucking pull your hip flexor. No, it's, 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 yeah, it's, I mean. I think nobody's it's great. Gonna, nobody's I think it's gonna, incredible. I don't think anyone will ever touch it. Yeah. Nobody's going to sit here and say Phil's the hardest guy to play against, right? No. But nor does he. He would be the was first. Was Patty Marlowe? Fuck no. And was Jens? Jens was good, but not. he wasn't physical. I can't even believe Patrick Marlowe broke Gordy Howe's record. I'm still yeah. like choked about it. But like those guys aren't guys that are going in like out of control into, into corners, like just absolutely trying to run a guy. I don't know if Marlowe ever threw a hit. You know what I mean? Like, you did know, throw you, a hit? Did Marlo ever throw a hit? Uh, I don't know. He's a <laughs> fucking Hall of Fame player, but no. Yeah, I I, I'm just saying. So, I mean, I think Phil, I don't know if, you know, we went, we were going on Twitter with Cooley. Like, if, if Phil doesn't get 1,000 points, I don't care about that. I, you need 1,000 points to get in the Hall, in my opinion. But um, it's an unbelievable record. It's good for the game. Um, I think he needs to shave that bucket the way. Fuck his. Listen, I don't got the best hair in the league either, but. Yeah. That's a tough bucket. <laughs> but, I mean, he owns it. No, I mean, listen, Phil, he's a fucking... Everyone I might go Phil. for I Halloween Phil. as Phil Kessel. <laughs> I put a thousand on my back. Congra so. Yeah, congratulations to him, Phil. Keep going, buddy. Uh, Jaden Swartz, your boy, was mic'd up against the Blues last week on TNT. It was great. Him and Panger chatting before the warm-up. He's like, Panger's obviously talking about, I think, the course you played in Seattle. Yeah. He's like, I, he's like Panger's like, yeah, I birdied, uh, birdied 13. Yeah. He's like, fuck, that's a good birdie. Yeah, because Schwartz, he would have lined him up for yeah. golf. Yeah, Schwartz said, that's a good birdie. Great course. He goes, that's a good birdie. And then Schwartz had another thing about on the on the lineup on the faceoff talking with, to Tarasenko. He's like, "Hey, you're you're a passer tonight, not a shooter." No, Vladdy was giving him shit for not being invited to dinner. Oh, and then Schwartz is like, "What? Yeah, I didn't call you. Huh? Yeah, I did." Like, he's like, "You weren't in the group text. They were in the group text. Oh shit! You must. Yeah, you don't even go for dinner anyway, Vladdy. Yeah, yeah. You can never count on them. the Rushkies. You never count no, them in for a fucking road dinner. Yeah, well, did you, Vladdy? Yeah, he would go for dinner a few times, but yeah. not not overly. But I, I he loves Schwartz, and I know that. I mean, he's probably a little butthurt, but he wasn't. Yeah. But it, was, I, it, it was a great idea by TNT um, to, to Mike up Schwartz against his old team. It was first fantastic. Time it was great. It was, it great was his first time playing him. He was hurt last year. He broke his hand. Didn't get to play against the Blues. Um, you know, he's had a, fuck my boy Schwartz. He's had a rough go. And it's, it's nice that there's some, you know, acknowledgement and that, you know, St. Louis Blues were, they were a better team with, with Schwartz on their team. And he's Schwartz a well-respected nice guy, as you as you said today on NHL Network, that the utmost compliment you can have leaving this game or while you play this game is to be respected by your teammates, and that's 
number one a player right there who's yeah. respected amongst peers opponents coaches fans everyone he's a great kid yeah it was great too uh shenner uh, shenner did the old post game interview and he was like uh yeah we had a nice dinner with schwartzy pre he, pre right no after the game oh, okay he did a pre he, one too he was like uh and schwartzy picked up the tab he goes he's not afraid he's not afraid to throw the credit card around so yeah, i like good. that too so that was all around good stuff schwartzy keeper humming uh quick shout out to luch 1100 games guys still beast out there and then last in the Pacific Division, I, I think John Gibson might be the toughest guy on the fucking Ducks. And that's no disrespect to Max Jones, who I absolutely love. I think Gibby's their toughest player. He slashed the guy coming out of the night. Got a double minor. Never seen a goalie get a double minor before. Maybe Ron Hextall back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, Double minor. Emery. I don't know. Gibby, man. I mean, the Ducks, listen, they got to play. They got to get some fun. Yeah, fun. I know what that's like. Gibby, get, he gets out there. Fuck, he's a big boy. He gets out behind the net. He knows you're coming. He knows I fucking was coming when I had no stick. I'll listen, tell you what yeah i loved it he throws an elbow he's trying to fire up his team he's fucking they were zero and four going into that game on their road trip tough road trip they should guys. be fucking zero and six they're lucky to beat seattle the game we left early and i still don't know how they won that game because we left yeah i know i love dallas akins i'm pulling for the ducks listen what life without ryan gets has begun and it's fucking yeah this would not be happening if 15 was in the lineup the way they're playing no, Pops, it's fucking I, soft. I, I, I know, I know. Let's, let's I was going to say, here. I was going to say, their D are good. Their D need to win them games. Their D need to start scoring more goals because their forwards are not like built to fucking take over games. I don't care what you say. They're, well, I'm, I'm a they're, they're younger. They're not like, they don't have superstars. Troy Terry's not going to go score you three every night. Zegris is not the kid that you're going to just fucking pile on his back and go. They need like, they need their D. They're Cam Fowlers. They're... You know, fucking their whole squad needs to just pick it up. You're 100 percent right about their D. They got to lean on Gibby and their D. Yeah. And I think they're listen. Their D and like they started on a road trip too. Um, fuck is this daily faceoff down or what? Uh, I want to look at their lines, but anyways, they started on the road trip. It's not it hasn't been an easy schedule for them. Gibby, their D, your write ups, and I think their D, their D has played better as the road trip went on. Like they played, um. Where was it? After they played Jersey in Boston. Boston beat them 2 1. Ducks should have won that game. Yeah, you if, said that. If yeah. I'm going to be hard on them, I'll be honest. They probably should have won the game in Boston. They didn't. Um, I'm talking to the group of forwards up front. I'm not talking about fucking fighting or, or running people, but, but you got to play harder here. Like, you got a great coach in Dallas Akins. Fucking dig in. Like, you know, Max Jones, Grant, uh, Rangata, the, the, the Slovak, they play hard. They're, they're out there trying to do their thing as a fourth line. As a collective group up front, in my opinion, they got to play harder. So time will tell. Pacific Division's wide open up, dog. Vegas, Calgary, Edmonton, she's wide open. So we'll see how it plays out. Our next segment brought to you by our good friends at Good Life promo code. Curfew, baby. The milk carton. The milk carton up, dog. First and foremost, I'm going to throw myself on the milk carton. Yeah, it's been a tough week. I thought, you know, I thought I could get ahead of the curve in the NHL. Well, I got myself in a fucking hole right off the get-go with my bets. I am now chasing, officially chasing. I'm on tilt. The league, man, right? The salary cap doesn't go up. The teams that were good got a little bit worse. These guys come up. It's wide open up. I don't know. I don't know. I watch lots of hockey. Teams are still figuring it out. It's early. I don't know. It's hard to bet on hockey right now. So I'm putting myself yeah. on the milk carton. That's okay. And then that's sec- why that's why DraftKings is our, is our sponsors because gambling is tough. It's tough. Gamble responsibly. And then my my real milk carton is I'm putting. You know, I got to put the Vancouver Canucks on my former team. They're on five. But I'm also putting the Vancouver media on the milk carton. And listen, I love the Vancouver media. They were great to me my two years there, my two and a half years there. 
They were great. They treated me with respect. They were fair to me. I had my issues off the ice. They treated me with nothing but class. I love the Vancouver media. I love the fans. I love the city. Right now, I don't think they're helping. Like, just lay off them for a bit here. Like, I know you have a job to do, and it's more the younger guys, right? Like, we're going to have Murph on here later, a guy that I respect, you respect, everyone respects. It's not the guys that have been around Vancouver. It's the fucking trolls on social media, and you guys know who you are out there, all right? Players hear it. They don't need that shit right now. They've been banged up. They've had a tough road trip. They've pissed away leads. I'm putting the Canucks on the milk carton, but I'm also putting, I'm putting the Canucks on the milk carton because I want to give them the, the milk carton bump. I hope they get going. Yeah, but yeah, media, they will. Media, That's the way it is. It's only six games in. Fans, do whatever you want. You want to throw a jersey on the crowd. You, you pay your hard-earned money. You do whatever you want, fans. But media, lay off these guys. It's early. They're going to be okay. Canucks and Vancouver media on my milk I carton. I can't wait to look up which media guys this is. You know who you heard are. it here. You know who you guys are. Out there. You know who you are. And what's your record, media guys? Yeah. How, how many, many games, games have you won the NHL? NHL? Yeah. How many hits have you thrown? Fucking how many goals guys. you got? Ripping huh? these guys. How early. many times you've been punched in the face? We're talking hockey here. We're not talking fucking, you know, and figure listen, skating or anything. Yeah. This is like these guys are going out and working hard. They've had two goal leads yeah. in every fucking game. They just got back from the East Coast. Like, Come on. Like they're banged up. It's almost like some of these young reporters in Vancouver and these young guys, I get it, right? You're trying to make a name for yourself and your, your Twitter and this and that. And, and I, whatever, but like, do you want them to suck? Like I'm yeah. a former Canuck, right? I, I want the Canucks to be good. Even though my, our board greener got piped last year. I want the Canucks to be good. Yeah. You're in the ring of fame. <laughs> come on. I'm at the Roxy. Ring of fame. <laughs> but come on. Like, so to help these guys almost, right? Don't make I it, agree. don't make it harder on teams. Don't make it harder on them. Like they think struggling. that's their job though. I know. You know? And we rip a few guys here and there. We love, ah. we, love the we love the league. We fucking, our job is to just speak it out how we see it. Yeah. We've been punched in the face before. <laughs> I know. Right? Just don't make it harder on them. Fuck. Right? Yeah. You can do your job, be critical, call people out on the way they play, but don't just like try to stir the pot. Well, what's going on in the dressing room? Oh, there's a beef in the dressing room. Fuck off. You're not in there. You've never been in one. You've never been in one. You weren't allowed. You're punched in the nose if you came in there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, come on, Canucks, get it going. It's better when you guys are good. I want to come up there and catch a game. Maybe not be allowed now after those comments, but um, no, no, no. Well, you, you're sticking up for the team. Hard up, dog. Milk carton, Canucks, Vancouver Media, and myself. I got three milk cartons this week. Come on, Obis, figure it out. Take the overs. By the way, take the overs. The average, the, the average uh, goals in a game. Six point yeah. six goals this well, year. Well, good because I take took the, the over last night in, over. in the Toronto Vegas Golden Knights game, and you got oh. and I got worked. Listen, I'll tell you what. Two the, teams that's supposed to score at will. The least of Vegas concerns is goaltending. Their goaltending's good. Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill. Oh, come on, Vegas. Here. Yeah, come I, on, got, I got some fucking cheddar on Vegas. I might need them to win just to cover what I've been lost here the first couple weeks up, dog. Um, reverse retros ups. Fuck. What'd you think? Oil. Oil's great. Oil in Calgary to me. Florida. Floridas are good. Floridas are good with the baby blues. Glow in the dark skis. Um, those Vegas guys is, are going to wear those right to the club after. Vegas is, you, you're, you actually called them right when you saw them. Yeah. T.S. still have that on a towel after. He'll be just fucking buzzing. Those are sick. Um, I love the oil one. The Islanders one. The Fisherman. It's back. I mean, the, I you asked, what's Con think about? I that? talked to Con today, and he's like, dude, as Islander fans, we have nightmares about that jersey. I mean, if we text our boy it's Brian Burrard. It's a jersey. I mean, it's Brian Burrard. Ziggy Palfy. B wore the fucking fisherman. They're bringing uh -huh. it back. They're bringing it back. So I, I think they're cool. And another one I loved actually was the Washington, Cap Washington Capitals mm -hmm. black the and gold with the eagle. <sighs> Unbelievable. I think it's cool. They got to wear them. I saw this. Six times? They got to wear them at least three times and you can't wear them more than eight. 
Can you I, wear them on the road? You, I, you, I think if you coordinate with the other team, hey, we're going to wear the Vegas. Like, we're going to wear the glow in the dark once tonight. You boys wear the, the whites. I'm sure you can. Vegas goes to New York. They're like, we're bringing to the jersey. I like the reverse vegetables. I think Florida is absolutely fucks. That baby blue is nice. Updog. I, when I saw it, I was like, ah, it would have been nice to see the updog buzzing around this back in the day. So, <laughs> um, And real quick, I just want to say Patrick Liney is back tonight for the Columbus Blue good Jackets. Good for you. That's good for your bet. Good for my bet. Over 50? I took the Blue Jackets against the fucking Arizona Coyotes. They must win tonight. Time will tell on that one. Um, Draft Kings, baby. Like I said, 6.6 of the goals per game. Right now, the over is not bad. Take it. Um, DraftKings top titty up dog. God, I'm getting worked. First place, C Tim's 27, 142.7 points. Albert Hall, Our shout boy, out to the, the man, the boss at Hall Pass Media. Just got his knee fucking cut up. 137 points. He's chilling. I came in ninth. I was in the money, 115 bucks. Did you really? Yeah, 15 bucks. Bought We're giving away 500 every weekend. So jump on that, fans. Top titty, top titty. Princey, 39th. Brento, love Brento, 49th. Binger, 82nd. Oppie, what the? 66. What's going on, bud? What's going on? I'm doing it from, from Friday golf, and I'm just been relying on some guys. They just haven't <laughs> quite done it for me. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I have. You're too I, busy hitting drives 340 to fucking worry about your top titty team, aren't no, you? No, I am. I'm, I'm just putting in... I got to take the superstars, and, I, and I'm not. I'm, I'm going like middle-of-the-pack, blue-collar guys. Huh? Fuck. Listen, buddy. Listen. Hey, listen. I, I need more out on the top titty. I'll get honest. you. I need more. I, I need know, more. I know. Maxi, what happened? Uh, you're, are, we, are you fine, Maxi? You're not in there? What happened, bud? Uh, Padre's first pitch was the same time as first game. You're excused. Uh, Enough said. I'm on the mail card. Enough said. No, no fine, no nothing. Understood. Um, and to our winners out there, Get in this for the money that the updog talked yeah. about, but also we're giving out a prize package here at Missing Curfew. If you win, you'll get a signed couple of stuff from the fellas, some some merch or stuff and stuff like that. Whatever right you up. want. We'll Whatever. get you a pair of gloves. DM us on our social media when you win. Prince, will take care of it. We will send you a signed picture, t- uh, shirt, something like that. Right, Ups? Manscaped. Whatever. Whatever. We're going to send you some shit. Friday games in the top titty. Anaheim versus Vegas. Colorado, Jersey. Islanders, Carolina. Wow, lots of games up. Boston, Columbus, Pitt, Van, Jets, Arizona. A lot of games on the docket, as they say. I'm going to zone in on Vegas, Colorado. Like Anaheim at Vegas. The boys, the Ducks, are they, are they thinking let's win and let's absolutely have a time? Or what's the, what's the thought I don't process? know, but I'm taking Pitt, too. I'm going to take a lot of Pitt guys going into Van. Have Colorado and New Jersey before they – this is actually um, before they head overseas. They're heading to Finland. They're going to – Himalayan. They're going, they're going to Helsinki or Tempra. I'm not sure which not one Tempra. they're going. I'm not sure which one they're going to. So top titty brought to you by DraftKings. Get in there. Get it going. Uh, take on the fellas. Curfew calls up, dog. Curfew calls. Here we go. Presented by Hall Pass Media. Our good guys at Hall Pass Media. Uh, uh, Max, you want me to read the first one? Yeah, go ahead and read the first one. All right. Name Oshawa Wolf. Is he from Oshawa? That's a fucking dirty, dirty schwa. 30 minutes from my house. Oshawa Generals. Oshawa Wolf. It's a bromance question between loops, Obi, and Ups. First of all, I would like to say that a few weeks ago when Uppy commented that the Blue Jays play at the Saddledome, I've never, uh, I've never <laughs> laughed so hard. Pure gold. It was great. I listened oh, to fuck. it. Sometimes. Like, fucking, uh, yeah, the Jays. The Saddledome is rocking. You're sometimes like, oh, these days get a little long. My brain's a little scattered. Listen, buddy. Some of the best parts of the pod are... are your little bloops. So keep I appreciate the guy noticing. Yeah, I thought I was getting away with that one. He's got a two-part question here. He's really, he's really, he's got a two-parter for the boys. <laughs> a little two-parter. Two-parts, geese. 
One, I'm sure Loops, Obi, and Uppy have played against each other several times. Has there ever been an all-nights incident between any of them? Yeah, Updog fucking almost took my eye out in Nashville. Cut me right here. You can still see the scar. I got four. Fuck, it was close, man. Look how close that was. I know. That's like... Is it the one above that or just that under one? Under it. Oh, nice. You almost took my... Like, <laughs> you almost took me eyes <laughs> out, You almost but. took me eyes out. What a night we had before, though. Oh, I know, we had I know. Was that before or the Maybe night after. after? I think it was after. Because uh, you would have been stitched up. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. A couple days before, probably. I think you came in two nights before the game. Yeah. Good um, time. And then with Loops, I was playing them at Air Canada Center back in the day, and we were with the college of Colorado. We were beating them, and a TV timeout, I kind of came over to him and gave him a bump, and then I relaxed a little bit, and he dumped me before. You know when, like, before they dropped the puck? He dumped me down. The whole building went, like, fucking crazy, yeah. so... Updog almost took my high, yeah. almost took my, and then Loops fucking dumping me. Yeah, that's a good question. Loops did, in fact, off a draw, fucking spear me and then cross check me to the point where I looked at him and kind of, I had to like laugh and be like, fuck you. What are you, <laughs> the fuck is your problem? What's your problem here? And then, you know, quick two ham in the back of the legs and go steal the puck from him and, you know, yeah. do my thing. But, uh, and then you and I, I don't, I don't know. think so. I would say me and you, I just wrote down here, we probably got more little things in summer skates. And loops too. I got more like, you know, cross check you or slash you or loops too. Like during the summer skates when the boys are kind of a little hung or whatever. Like they even try, hide. Trying to get through the skate. I'm, I mean, at loops, we get into it every summer and you a little bit. The summer skates, I can remember a lot of times me and loops. That's because we had to go drive to Anaheim. I'm like, fuck off. Sick and loophole. tired of being sick and tired up there. <laughs> and then the second part of the question the bromance between these three guys is one of the tightest friendship in hockey history. All three were legit swordsmen off the ice. Thank you, sir. Has there ever been a player, current or retired, that nearly came close to joining the inner circle and becoming the foursome, and who is that player? I know who it is. It's Nate Thompson. Tomer. Tomer. The one summer, the updog. I love Tomer. Tomer, I love you, fella. Um, Tomer was just the updog. Were you living with him? Yeah, or? no, I think he played for the Ducks. Played for the Ducks, and yeah. you started inviting him to parties, and next thing you know, Tomer yeah. was just hanging out with the boys. He actually stayed in my house, and I was renting Fowler's place. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he was going to came to a few parties. Yeah. And then he got sober. And then all of a sudden he ended up rehab. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. To fuck. answer your question, Tom or tried to been, I think it's been 10 years now for him, right? Nine years. He's doing great. He's doing, doing great. great. And actually, I'm off on the on the date, but he has been doing great. I know he's still working out, doing his thing. Still thinks he's got some hockey in him, so fucking yeah. right. And Tomer was one of the fellows, yeah. obviously. But that, when that, when I read this question, that was the first guy I think. Not that, many guys have st stuck around Newport Beach no. and kind of had the opportunity to. No, I'd say it would be a big, big shoe to fill if you think yeah. you could handle this and group. Not many guys in our prime could have fucking kept up. Oh, like oh no. a, who, Time out. who else? Oh, shit, missing curfew things, falling off the mics. Well, who else do you think was there? Biz kind of hung out for a little bit one summer. Biz came out for one party. Brad Richardson would hang out. Oh, Richie. Richie, babe. Richie, I, that's great. Richie, I wanted Richie to become yeah. the fourth person. Um, all of a sudden, he comes down. He's living with me for a bit right around July 4th. And, you know, I look out and the fireworks about to go he off. He skipped phase one. And he's sitting in the lifeguard tower with his soon-to-be wife at the time. And I'm like, oh, this is not what I intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not what I meant. Get in here. Get That'll in the party. happen. California. That'll, That'll happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Richie, I love you, baby. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a good question. Great question, Oshawa Wolf. Good. I wonder if that's his real name. I got to find out. Let us know if that's your real name and if you're from Oshawa. Maxi? We got a couple of uh, great calls this week. Um, we'll start off with our first guy. Um, I picked this last week, but I guess since the Phillies won, we'll go with Doug from Philly. Oh, no. Fellas. 
Doug from the Philadelphia area. Quick story and quick question. Two years ago, back in 2021, Vegas was playing Colorado in the playoffs. Me and my buddies were out there for a bachelor party. You guys were out there for missing curfew. Uh, after the game, I actually ran into Jimmy Hayes at the club. The nicest dude in the world, as everybody mentions. Uh, just want to stop him for a second. Like I said, being from Philly, we love Kevin. Just wanted to tell him how much we love the pod, how much we love Kevin. And he stood there and chatted with me for about 15, 20 seconds, which, as you know, in the club was felt like an eternity. Didn't brush me away. Didn't big time me, which, again, just shows the kind of guy he is that everybody else has mentioned about him. Acts like he's your best friend. Uh, quick question for you. Like I said, being from the Philly area, Uppy or OB, you guys got any good Philly stories from back in the day? If you can maybe mention the bar you guys were at. We've heard the rumors about some stories back in the day. Uh, would love to hear a real juicy one. Fellas, love you guys. Love the pod. Keep it up. Thanks. Good Philly guy. Doggy. Huh? Fuck, he's Doggy. just probably parading around the streets right now, those Phillies. That's Broadway in a nutshell, though, what he just said. I got to think of, I had a birthday party one year at UPenn University, and we went to this fucking, <laughs> we went to this bar. It's a college bar, and I think it's called, like, just like something Joe's or Smoky Joe's, right? So it probably is Smoky Joe's. But anyway. Smoky Joe's. I hope it's it is. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Smoky Joe's. Me, Richie, Carts, <laughs> Loops, fucking Ben Eager probably at the time. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm on stage. It's my birthday. I'm on stage with the band fucking singing Pearl Jam and, and doing my thing. You know, I was going full up dog. It was, was one of those. Up, it was one of those times full up dog. And anyway, just being like. It was before the season started. I'm thinking, fuck this, you know, good bunch of guys we have. We're just doing whatever we want in the city. Our team's fucking good again. So, yeah, good you know, fans love us. And what the guy is explaining there is like, Philly, it, we obviously know the sports town it is. When you had a good team, you're winning. Nothing's better. And then, of course, fucking while I played there, the Phillies, who are in the World Series again, um, won the World Series while we played there, I think 2007 or 2008. Um, and watching. You know, watching the crowds and those fans, it was it was nuts. It's a full on, it's a rodeo there. Yeah. So anyway, Philly, great town. I had lots of trouble there. That's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for the call, man. That Dougie, a good, that a boy, Dougie. Dougie, you're, Dougie, you're, you're right. Good things about Hazy too. And that's Broadway in a nutshell. So Dougie, thanks for the call, buddy. Um, what do we got, Maxie? We got one more today from uh, Tone Capone. Tony Capone. Fellas, what is up? Thursday morning here, just finished the fresh new episode of Missing Curfew. Thanks again, fellas. Look forward to it every week. I'm going to paint the picture here. So it's me, my boy, Scotty G, and we're going to the Blue Jays game. So we get there. It's the American League Division Series Game 5. We get there, and we sit next to these couple of cougs, a couple of cougars for the boys. So my cousin is chatting up this coug all game. Bautista's up to bat. Guy looks at me. He's like, yo, Bautista hits a homer here. I'm making out with <laughs> What do you know? Bautista hits the bomb. Bat, bat flip. flip. Craziest crowd I've ever seen. I leave over. I high-five the guy next to me. I go to high-five my cousin. He's got his tongue in the lady's mouth. We all know. We all got that one buddy who's just a weapon. Can't take the guy anywhere. Let me, t let me ask you guys. Who's that one buddy for you guys? And what's the most ridiculous story you have of them? Cheers, boys. Can't wait for the new epi on Monday.
Oh, so this is why I'd like to listen to this before. Oh, this not is that we have this is that. great. No, this is great. That's a great call. Um, I would say the guy that is, is the updog, but I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put myself I'm gonna put myself in there for making out. I would make out at the bar all the time. I'd make out at the club. Yeah, yeah. I, I was a I was a making out back in the day. I wouldn't give a fuck. I pay, pay the fine, whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to get. I'm trying to. Yeah. You know, I love making out at the club. Worth it. Yeah, and. Unless it's like not the right. Nah, it was always the right time. To yeah, make it there, at the you, club. Go. there I mean, you go. I remember plenty of times I'd hide where I'd look over and you're sucking face too. So I know. The music's Sometimes going. You, just, you couldn't help yourself. Yeah. yeah. I would say though, first of all. Nothing great, wrong with a good make No. Great call. That's yeah, the stuff. We're, we're the looking for more stories too, right? Like. By the way. Great after. call. What was his name, Maxie? Uh, Tone Capone. Tone Capone. I wonder if his cousin, if it stopped there, or did he? Was he like, <laughs> hey, we're going downtown now, babe, and, yeah, no, and I, we're rocking. I'm sure they kept it going after a big win with the Blue Jays like that. Oh, when the Blue Jays are, the whole the whole country goes crazy. Everyone's yeah. making out. So that's your question, Tone Capone, the up dog, is my <laughs> it's answer. Obi. It's Obi. <laughs> the up dog. So, Maxi Binger, great job with curfew calls. Thanks to the, the listeners. I'm having a great time with this up. So yeah, they're you. great calls. I love it. We so, appreciate it. It really makes us feel like we're connecting with our with our listeners. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And keep the stories coming, like Tone Capone there. That was good. <laughs> I like a good story, up dog. And who led the League of Makeout Sessions? The up dog. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got Dan Murphy coming back. You talk a little Canucks. Yeah, thanks, Murph. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Up dog, Canucks. We just talked about him. Yep. I had to bring in our boy. I had to bring in Murph. I texted him last night after the game. I said, fella, can you give us 15 minutes on missing curfew? Right from ground zero. Right, right from, from Vancouver zero. itself. Yep. Murph, thanks for joining us, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's always fun. Listen, Murph, obviously not the start the Canucks wanted, right? We, we, we just talked about him on our rundown, and we did our NHL segment thing. And listen, you know, you've been doing the media for a long time in Vancouver, and there's nobody classier than you. The players respect you more than anything. You were great to me in my time. Is the media helping right now, you think? Like, I know it's Van City, and, and I was lucky we were good there, but I see the stuff coming out of there, and I'm like, everyone just relax and kind of breathe, and I don't know if it's helping right now kind of thing. Well, it's probably not helping. And, you know, it's probably not just focused sorely on this season, right? It's it's kind of a accumulation of things. And, um, you know, and it's probably not on this management group. It probably goes back to the last management group. And I, I think mainly... Uh, yeah, you know, when, when, the, when you're losing in this market, it's not easy, right? It's, it's the only real big team. Yes, there's a CFL team. Uh, yes, there's a MLS team, but really this is a one team town. Uh, so when things aren't going well, it's everywhere. Um, and, you know, I, I think the media is generally fair. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, in, in this market, but they don't let you get away with anything and they'll call it the way it is. Now we try to even do that on our own broadcast without being mean spirited. You, you back things up with facts. So I think it's a fact that last year they had such a poor start, right? They were, I think they won eight of their first 25 games. They brought in Bruce. They had such a positive finish to the season. And then in the off season, they kind of went against what they said they were going to do. They wanted to get younger, add more picks, get some cap space, um, and get some defensemen. But instead, they went and got Kuzmenko, which is fine. Everybody wanted him. Signed Mikheyev, um, and then re-upped JT Miller, which didn't address the defense, didn't get cap space. Uh, and then they came into the season saying, okay, we're going to kind of go for it here, and, and let's get a playoff run, and then to fall on their face out of, the, out of the gate like this. So I think it's a combination of things, but you're right. It, it can be a, a super tough market if you're not one of those people that can put your phone down or not watch TV or not read. If you can do all of that, you're going to be okay. 
Yeah, and just let me jump in. And, yeah. you're, and you're right, Murph. And, and and the media is fair there. And I was lucky. You know, we were good. I had the CDNs and Bobby Lou doing their thing. And, and But they're always firm and fair. I just think right now, would it almost be better for the media to kind of rally around the team? All right, listen, they're struggling. I get it. You know, for the next couple of weeks here, let's kind of bring them up and help them out. I don't know if that's going to help or not. But just the stuff I'm seeing coming out there, I'm like, listen, they got injuries. We all know about the blown leads. Like, I guess I'm asking for more positivity out of the media in this in this situation. I don't know if I'm going to get it. But as a former Canuck, I'm looking for it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you're – and you have to mention – the injuries, right? The back end is devastated yeah. right now without Hughes, without Poolman, without Dermott. Now Riley Stillman's out. I mean, you've got a back end that was going to be kind of the weak part of the team going into the season already. And then you're dealing with that. The difficult thing is you come back from that five game road trip. Uh, you probably, if you just won the games you let after two, you finished that one, three, one and one, I think. Yeah. Um, and then you come back home, but you lose all five. You come into your home opener. Uh, you lay an egg in the third period and people are throwing jerseys on the ice. Yeah. Well, in the media, you kind of have to ask about that after the game, no, right? I, yeah. yeah no. So, but, but now, you know, I, th- I think I, I sensed a bit of a shift last night with the players because after that home opener, the, the, it, it felt like it was game seven of a playoff series. That's how down everyone was in that room, the players, right? And as you would be. I mean, it's super difficult circumstances. Your first game of the season, you're getting booed off the ice and jerseys are being thrown. Um, so, but I, I sensed last night, um, you know, it was a little bit lighter. The players, you know, JT had a better message. Like, I guess you got to stay out your own way a bit and it's tough not to talk about a seven game losing streak to start the season. Uh, but I sensed the players message was a lot better across the board last night. And that certainly is going to help, you know, uh, move a different narrative forward. As long as you're not teeing off and sounding negative yourself. Yeah. And when it comes to. You know, the, the fans throwing the jerseys on the ice. Listen, I, I think he was probably throwing it over the beer prices more than anything, right? He probably had 10 beers. They lost the game. He's like, ah, I'm throwing this jersey on here. But the fans pay their hard-earned money. If they want to throw their jersey on and boo, they have every right, Murph. The Vancouver Canucks fans are the best fans in the league. They expect high things. They deserve high things. So I got no problem with them tossing jerseys on the ice. From the media perspective, I'm hoping a little positivity. But for the fans, hey, man, if yeah. they want to boo, they have every right. Yeah, yeah. And we've all been, I, like, I've been part of, starting the season off on a shitty shitty note like in philly you know we brought in all these guys you know right and i've said this over and over but hartnell teaming and lupul fucking jason smith um you know marty baron and we lose i think eight out of the first 10 games and then we all go out and get drunk in san jose and mike mike (laughs) richie's the drunkest one by far he's our captain he's a young leader at the time and he was like guys this is unacceptable like blah 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 and he started kind of ripping a few guys like we do like you see kind of jt miller and luke shen kind of go back and forth it's all stuff that fucking brothers are part of and the only way to get out of it though is to team up with a message with a narrative like you just said and kind of be like you know stand for yourselves like be like fuck you know what yes our fans are upset and whatever but fuck we got a game fucking in seattle it's a home game away from home and quite frankly i think we can beat that team and then just kind of trust it but he's squeezing the sticks and you know point and blame everywhere murph you know what it's like but it feels like now they're in a spot where everyone's holding up a, a fucking shield and reflecting like the blame you know and then where does the blame fall where does the blame yeah. fall it's just go win a hockey game yeah, and, you know, and, and the one thing I will say, Obi, with the media, like the stuff that I don't get into is when you hear about locker room politics or locker room drama. Like when a team loses five, six, seven in a row to start the season, of course guys are going to be pissed off yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. Of course there's going to be hard conversations. Of course if there was friction before that, it's going to get worse. But yeah. that's the kind of stuff that I don't report on or like to get asked yeah. about. I'm like, 
that it doesn't matter. You can have guys hate each other on a team and the team be super successful. Yeah. And, you know, and, when things aren't going well, you got to figure out a way to, to pull together. And like we saw it last year, like they had a great second half. The problem is that they've, I didn't think it was possible to have a worse start than last year. And they're on their way to doing that. And you know how tough it is then you're settling in at the end of October saying there's almost no chance to make the playoffs and you're three weeks into the season. So it just compounds. It compounds from ownership to management, to players, to media, to fans. And everybody has a tough time, um, you know, finding something positive to do. They have to drag one game across the finish line. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just one. Breathe a little bit. I'm not going to say if they beat Seattle, they're going to beat Pittsburgh the next night. But I think they're going to find themselves to be able to relax a little bit more once it does happen, ultimately. Yeah, and, and and you're right, Murph. And I guess when you know when I'm talking about the media, I'm not putting everyone. I'm putting you know the guys on social media that maybe you know they know who they are out there. The guys that have just come in and maybe are making the names for themselves, and they got a job to do. And I get all that. But for the most part, the guys that have been around a long time have the out, the right outlook for the team. But for Bo, Bo Horvat, I know he's going through a contract extension. I don't know what's going on there. You know better than me. I joked with Upshaw that in Minneapolis they needed a team dinner out. They need to go out and open up some red wine and have a team dinner and and whatever. What kind of leadership's in there? Not just bowl. Like, do you, you're around the team a little bit. Do they have guys in there that can say, hey, boys, we need one win. That's all we need is one win. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they do. But they yeah. have different types of leaders. I mean, Bo is kind of, I think, more under the Sedin umbrella, yeah. right? Um, far more quiet leadership. He's there to speak every. He always says the right thing. Never too hot under the color, right? Color, right? Like, the room opens up in 10 minutes. He's, he's composed himself, knows what to say. You got JT Miller's far more vocal, far more emotional. Right. In that sense, I think he has the locker room by the neck sometimes. Right. He's the kind of guy that fires them up. And then you have some of the other guys that have been around for a little while, too. The OELs, you know, Tyler Myers, guys are pretty even killed. I, I, you know, I don't know if I don't know what the problem is. I don't think it's a leadership thing. I think they've got a lot of good players, but there's not a good team yet. And I don't know why the mix hasn't quite worked, but it hasn't worked here now for a couple of years in a row with with a few other pieces thrown in and there here and there. So um, I'm not exactly sure why, but I don't think that if this continues, they can run it back again next year with the same kind of mix. I don't think there's an easy answer, Yeah. Uh, but I think you kind of have to find a way to uh, freshen it up without just like moving one guy and bringing one new guy in. I think that hard questions have to be asked. And uh, you know, I, I don't know who said it the other day, um, but I kind of agree with it. Sometimes it's better to make a bad trade than sign a bad contract. And that might be something that has to happen uh, at this point in time. And I'm not saying Bo Horvath would be a, a bad contract. I think that he was fully in line for an extension. I think probably he was supposed to get done before JT. And now I'm not sure exactly why it happened in that fashion. So I'm, I haven't had any discussions really on this line. But i got to believe that Horvath, you know, he's not going to let it affect him. But i got to believe he's probably not all that happy that he wasn't taken care of in the offseason too. So there's all these little things that if – the team wasn't winning, we wouldn't even be talking about it. Yeah, yeah, for because sure. the team is losing, all this stuff bubbles to the surface. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say this. I don't know JT Miller at all, but he's the least of the but problems. Like him. I love him. He's yeah. the least of the worst. He's, of the he's the fucking The way he played last night against Carolina, two goals, the hit he had at the end of the, end of the period, at the end of the third where they're trying to come. I mean, he plays hard every night. What he said about the jersey being thrown on, you could tell he was pissed off after a game. But I love JT Miller, man. I, I would take that, that was guy. was two days after. Was, was it two, two days, days after? after oh, shit. 
<laughs> All right. Well, he's on his own there, Murph. Fuck, I was trying to help, I was trying to help him out. But. No, but but someone was agging him on in the fucking post game for sure. Someone was like probably was it forehand? Was it forehand lousy? I know it was forehand. No, I'm blaming like, forehand. He just he just wouldn't have came out and said that two days later. Someone had to like poke the bear in the room probably. <laughs> I right? think because I had just I just left the scrum. I was there after the game, and and someone asked him about it, and he said I don't have a reaction to that. And so I had left just left the scrum to go talk. To, I don't even know who um, yesterday. And the question was asked, like, "Do you have a reaction now?" And he goes, "No, I didn't have one then. I don't now." And then he gave the comment, "I don't give a shit at whatever they throw on the ice." But then that's the quote you see. Yeah, I know. He followed out. Then you followed that up with something like, "For me, I just have to focus on trying to win a hockey game for this team." Yeah. So. Yes, he said that. And yep. then post game, I don't know if somebody in, in Canucks management talked to him because post game he was a lot more positive. <laughs> but you always see the negative part of the sound, but but he didn't yep. follow it up by saying, "Yeah, exactly." I can't worry about that right now. We're zero six, and I got to worry about winning hockey. No, and, and you got to be careful in Vancouver. Murph helped, so I I got back skated through the ice. Oh, Guys came in, <laughs> microphone in my face. I popped off. Murph texted me after. He's like, "Hey, I just want to let you know they're going to run with this, Obes." Like this is gonna be. You said some stuff that I'm like. They're, they're, I'm like they're gonna run with it. He's like, yeah, they're gonna run with it. So just to give you a heads up. And I was like, sure enough, fucking next day, boom, front page. I'm like, shit. That's Murph. all right. So no you, press is bad press for you. I need the press. I need the press, Murph. But JT Miller doesn't need it. But last thing on the, on the, this year's team. Uh, and thanks for taking the time, buddy. I know you're busy. Bruce Boudreaux, our boy Travis Green lost his job last year because of the start. Again with the start this year, I had him as a playoff team, Murph. Like. Yeah. what's going on with Bruce? Is he, I love him as a guy, but is what, what's your concern? Is there a concern? I, guess? I, I had them, I, I had them even money to make playoffs. I didn't see it starting this way. I wasn't sure what Vegas or LA would look like in that division. Um, you know, Bruce didn't forget how to coach. Yeah. I mean, his regular season record is, I think it's, it's second or third best winning percentage ever in yeah. the regular season. He hasn't forgotten how to coach. I don't think his message has gone stale. I think that, you know they've been in every they've been in every game basically. I know they got they got they got bullied last night by a very good Canes team. I don't know where the shots finished thirty nine to fifteen. Like yeah. that was a one sided game, but they were still in. But the rest of them, they had a chance to win all of them. Uh, so I, I don't think it's Bruce. And I don't. I'm not buying the fact. I could be totally wrong. I mean, if they lose two more, he could be gone. I don't know. But I don't know if this ownership group at this time wants to pay Travis still, wants to pay play Bruce still, and wants to bring <laughs> someone in new. Now, maybe it just turns out to be Mike Yo or Trent Cole. They just named one of the assistants that have that. How many times does that happen to Mike Yo? I was just going to say, if that happens to him, he's Manning. his new team. Is, he's interim coach. Times. He's always. He's, yeah, he'll three be. The, time, I mean, yeah. yeah, three times. Fucking St. Louis and it's, Philly. And I, it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that. I'm watching the game last night, and they got the camera on Bruce a lot, right? And and I see Yo there, and I know you played for him. And I'm sure he's yeah. a good guy, but I'm like, this guy got another job, huh? Yeah, he crazy. got another job just like that. Like, not even hey, Yozy, take a year off and just let her marinate. Boom, hired again. I'm no, like, I, I like Yozy, but you know, I, I don't think that's the short term answer to it all, right? It's like, like you yeah. just said, Bruce knows how to coach, and he doesn't need to change how he's coaching. They just need to find a way to fucking win the game. Yeah, and Murph, you're you're bang on. Like, listen, that Carolina Hurricanes team, I, I picked to win the Presidents Trophy. Other than that, they've been in every game, like you said. So, um. Murph, on, on some lighter news, thanks for taking the time to answer those tough questions. I appreciate it. But um, from my former squads, the Sedins are going in and Bobby Lou to the Hall of Fame. Do you have any plan on going to Toronto or anything? Or what, what's your plan on that? The problem is we will be there that weekend. The Canucks play the Leafs that Saturday night because the Hall of Fame game is on the Sunday or the Monday. Sunday, whatever. Yeah. But the Canucks play in Boston the next day, so we're out of town. Okay. So I'm, I, I'll, and I see the Twins all the time. Hopefully I can say hi to Bobby Lou. BXO will be there for hockey night. And then actually Kevin is going to be 
in Vancouver next week because they're having him. His he's retiring at Canuck. Yeah, you, right? you, you te- the one day. Yeah, you teased so, me up for my last point uh, on the. Congrats to Kevin Biaxka yeah, for, for signing a one-day contract. His beautiful wife, Katie, uh, reached out to me about a video. So I got a, I got a little video out there that has a few chirps and juice. Are you going to chirp him a bit, Murph? Are you going to take the high road or, or what's going on? Because he let the Sedins have it pretty good. He did unbelievable in their speech. Someone's got to give it to juice a little bit. I will. But the thing, you got to be careful with Kevin. You got to be sharp. Right? I know. I know. But he'll come right back. <laughs> so you have to, you have to have the gun loaded. Otherwise you could, that could turn on you. Pretty yeah. Quick. He's got a pretty big platform now. He can hit you right where it stings. Yeah. yeah that's oh, true. You know, I'll, t- I'll tell you a quick one just before we go in the playoffs last year. Um, no, in the bubble playoffs, Furlan left the bubble. So uh, with our, with our schedules, you worked one day, you reported one day and you had one day off. So you hosted reported day off. So on my, Reporting day, I was done at five o'clock. Meet up with Ryan Leslie. We're about 10 in each, right? <laughs> it's like eight at night. And I got a message from work saying, you got to go and do a stand-up on Michael Furlan leaving the bubble. I was like, guys, I've had like three or four. <laughs> and they said, we don't, we don't care. Go do it. So whatever. I went, I went and did it, shot it. So I texted Kevin because it ran live in hockey night. And I said, how did the stand-up look? He goes, good. I said, okay, solid because I had like eight or nine. <laughs> And so the next day, I'm getting ready for my live hit into hockey night, the intermission. And I'm just standing there. It's in the intermission of the game. And I hear Ron McLean. And I go, hey, Ron, uh, Murph, it's Ron. Can you hear me? Yeah, Ron, I got you. Okay, we're up in about five minutes. Okay, that sounds good. Hey, uh, Murph, are you drunk? The <laughs> <laughs> actor ratted me out. Yeah, yeah, he's hey, that's I know. All right. Listen, that's all I right. know, team, buddy. Supposed to be a team guy. Hey, he kicked me out as his roommate, too, by the way. So just, you know, you never know what you You never know. But, uh, Murph, you're the best, buddy. I appreciate you taking the time. Keep doing what you're doing on, on uh, Sportsnet, buddy. You're a legend. I appreciate you taking the time, my man. Thanks for having me on, fellas. We'll see you down south when we get down there. Thank right, you, pal. Up, dog. Thanks to Murph. I texted him last night after watching the game. I said, hey, listen, if you got 15, 20 minutes for the boys tomorrow, I'm missing curfew. Me and up, he would love to talk to you. Guy's a legend. When I'm talking about Vancouver media, I'm definitely not talking about him. No, he's, he's, he's well-respected. I will say this. To the young media people in Vancouver, Look at fucking Dan Murphy. If, if you want to be respected and you want to get up, work your way up the ranks and get to where Murph is, treat players and people like Murph does and you'll get up there because the guy's a class act. He calls it how he sees it, yeah, I which agree. is part of your job, but every player respects Murph. So thanks for coming on. I do think the Canucks are going to be fine up. They need a yeah, win. Yeah, you're pulling for them. I'm so am I. I'm pulling so for am I. They're a good Canadian team, but like Murph said, they are a one-team city. Let's take it easy on the guy. Right, yeah. and Just see, take it easy on the guys. And I don't know if there's any single guys on that team, but if there is, get in the fucking shooting lane because when you start winning there, yeah, yeah, totally. it is worth the bruises and it's worth I the ice packs, you. loose pucks and ice bags. There's no better city in the world than Van City when you're winning hockey. I games. know. I wish I almost made that squad. Oh, man, no one would even known with me if you would have played in Vancouver. You would have taken my. The Shane O'Brien story would push the side if the up dog would have played. <laughs> uh, thanks to Murph. Check out our Monday, um, our Monday, our Monday edition, our Monday edition is coming out. Raw Knuckles, it will be uh, Chris Knuckles Nylon, Tim Stapleton, Monday morning coming out. Uh, Up dog, thanks, fella. Love being in the studio with you. Sick jacket. Thank you, fella. Sick jacket. Binger, Maxi Hall Pass. That was missing curfew. 